Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of MGC. Before the podcast gets started, I, as always, want to introduce to you our guest. Today, we have on Brendan Teske, who is an archaeologist, a combat sportsman slash martial artist, and a solo musician while also performing within a band as well. He's coming to the show today to talk about all of that and more, but here's something I really want you to pay attention to as the episode moves along. Before today, Brendan and I have never formally spoke. This is our first time having a real conversation and we connected perfectly, which is exactly what we were trying to do here on this podcast. I wanted Brendan on the show because we shared many of the same interests. Brendan has an interesting character, has interesting opinions, and is the owner of experiences in an education which I and many others find value in. And given the respect we had for each other and the fun we had during this conversation, we were capable of connecting and having a real and meaningful conversation. And that's what we are all about on this podcast. So I want you to listen to this conversation evolve while keeping in mind that this is essentially our first time taking part in a long-form interaction. So everyone, thank you for coming by and enjoy the episode. In three, two, one. I, first, like I say to everybody that we, we just spent like, what, like five minutes just like get, getting to know each other already. And I feel like this is going to go so smoothly. Um, bro, okay, another thing. Like I just said to you, so I had like four four or five people scheduled to be on an in-studio podcast, right? Like I said, and I got in, I came into contact with COVID. I was like, who, who how, what am I going to do? Who am I, who am I going to get to come on the podcast that, that wants to do over Zoom? And you came in clutch. Um, for those of you who don't know, my girlfriend introduced us or kind of introduced us. Um, she was like, oh my gosh. My friend, uh, he'd be down to do a, an episode of the podcast. I'd be like, oh, it's dope. And then I, and I had him on the list. And all of a sudden, COVID happened in, um, where, like, where I live. And so he came in clutch. Let's do this over Zoom because uh, he's in Canada, so he couldn't come here anyway. Um, are you in Canada or are you, you're just Canadian? Like, I know that's like your thing. I'm Canadian and I'm from Canada. Are you in? No, are you like there right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, just like a little bit north of Toronto. So. Oh, wow. No way. How how often do people um no go for it go for it bro? Well, I was gonna say like when most people say like oh you're from a certain area, to anybody else from outside of the country, you just usually say the bigger city, right? Uh huh. So yeah. I just say Toronto, so that's like everybody knows that one, but yeah, you would know the bumbuck town I live in. <laughs> no, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. How how often do you get <laughs> Americans asking you if you speak French? They don't really ask. They just like kind of are mostly surprised from my experience with the most Americans. They're just like, "Oh yeah, you do that too." <laughs> you know, yeah. and just now I couldn't. I didn't realize it before, but I could hear it now. Like you act, you have an accent, very minimal com- compared to um, you know, Western yeah. United States, all that, like um, California to speak, but. You definitely, I definitely hear right. a little bit of it. It's, that's so cool. Like and you have an ear for that, eh? I, I guess cool. so. I, I mean, like I, obviously my whole life in America and I've been, the furthest I've been in the United States is from the East coast to Texas and almost no one has an accent and people say no, people have an in accent. Texas. Well, I, okay. Well, granted I was in the, the cities. Like I went to Dallas. I, I was in Austin. Like I didn't go into the country and that's where they say the accents come from. But otherwise, I've never heard one. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, it's usually, I guess, any outskirts or periphery has the act, the, like the drawn-out accent. Yeah, exactly. Really like, whether it be England, United States, Canada. Like, we have northern accents here, too, that like, hey, yeah, bud, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah, you don't you know there, bud. Like, that, like, like, there's a show called Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, you, you seen that? Yeah, it's, that's like northern Ontario, basically. And, like, that's as, like, hip as you get with the accents, for sure. That's great. That's great. 
I've, I've I've only ever seen clips of the show though, but that's yeah. I mean, like my stepmother, she's from Brooklyn. Um, I don't even know how long she lived there, but she has like that stereotypical Brooklyn accent. Um, one of my old yeah, bosses yeah. does too. Accents are weird though because some people pick them up, some people don't. You do the Brooklyn accent. I do the Brooklyn. I I am not. I am not about to do that Brooklyn accent. I had. I don't even. It's subtle, right? Like yeah. Well, I like, mean, it like sounds a little bit like Boston, but not really. Yeah. No, you're right. It sounds like Boston, but like with a, a little bit more like sar- sarcasm. I like. I don't know how to put it. It's weird. Like I feel like yeah, Boston subtle, is like, like aggressive, yeah. but but yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. It's Back funny though. The, yeah. <laughs> and we make we make fun of her all the time because she says stuff that like it's like what do you, what did you just say like. We know what she said, but she'll she'll leave out like it's consonants, and it's like that. What are you what are you talking with vowels? What are you cut off half that word there? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> or like in phrases, she'll just leave out entire words. I don't know. Um, That's pretty funny. Though. No, it I'm, is really I'm funny. That kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I like you have pretty much like a normal North American American accent. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I, know, like, I don't really like notice it. I think I don't really notice it with Amanda's either. Like, uh, oh yeah, honestly, I think the thing is though, it's that nowadays because of the internet, because YouTube, television, movies, whatever, the accents aren't as common as they used. They're not as like you don't get that big of a culture shock anymore from accents. Um, But also, it's kind of like melding together. Whereas it's not that you you sound different; you just have different phrases. You know, like yeah, true. Like when I text when I text people. Like if you normally you'd say I'm going to be, I just say I'm a like the letter I, the letter M, and the letter A. That's like I guess like a Jersey thing. It's like I'm a, and that's and I say that in speech too. I'm a or like some people say y'all, some people say uh, you all. It's like there's yeah different phrases, but like, like they'll text it and not necessarily say it out loud. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, I, I'll, I use y'all sometimes too. I'm like I don't even use that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are y'all doing? I mean, like, we'll, I'll say stuff though. That makes no sense that my other friends don't say. One of my, my, my first podcast, my friend listened to it. He's like, Mark, you say the word man way too often. Like, it's all the time. And I told him it came from, you ever watch the TV show, That 70s Show? Oh, sure. I When I was in middle school, I binge-watched that show, and I just started talking like them. Not, like, I didn't mean to. It, it just They yeah. just became a part of my life, that show, and I just started yeah, saying man. man all the time, and I was never able to shake it. Um, yeah, it's, it's that's definitely like a seventies thing for sure. Like it, just, like it's encompassed in the oh, show, man. Right? But like yeah. that's, that's like probably how our parents talked, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how young your parents are, but my seventies um, for sure. My my, my sure both my parents are in their fifties, but and uh, they lived their entire lives in Jersey. Yeah, oh, yeah. Where where's yeah. your family? All they, the... wouldn't, they wouldn't have said man, would they? Or is that a thing like you guys say? I don't think they've ever said man. Like my mom, definitely not. My dad. No, he didn't. He wouldn't even have said bro or bruh or anything. Like, he was born in '65, and he was so he was in high school '70s, '80s. Um, yeah. So no, I don't. I don't think so. And he he was one of nine. He's number six out of nine siblings, and they're like he's really. A it's, child, yeah, yeah, and he's uh, or less, yeah. <laughs> it's like an Ita- really Italian family, and um, I've never heard any of them say any kind of like common slang. Ever, so I don't know what no. I don't even know what they talk like. I I weird. I think the the term bro is like a Californian thing or something like that. Like yeah, probably. Or, or yeah, or dude, obviously. Yeah, like, that's like, one thing know, like, I don't say. Ted culture, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, did you see the new new Bill and Ted? I did. Yeah. I didn't. Why was it yeah. good? 
You know, I liked it. It captured the feeling of, like, the first two, especially if you watch the first two beforehand. Like, you kind of keep the vibe going. Yeah. But if you hadn't watched it in a long time, you'd probably be like, oh, God. You'd be like, oh. Yeah, it's like, what's going on? Anymore. But, like, you go with it, right? Like, it's, 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 they're making fun of themselves in a way. So it's just, like, it's just about the music, you know? It's, it's about, like, the mentality of the characters, like, aging out into, like, their 50s. And all yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, anyways, like you don't need a synopsis or anything. Watch yourself, obviously. But uh, I, I liked it uh, for the most part. Yeah, I, I, I was, I'm like all the movies that didn't come out. Oh uh, yeah, nothing came out. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the whole industry is screwed. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um. So real quick, I like we just we just had a great like like we just talked about a lot of cool stuff and fun stuff. But I don't want to get away from. I was actually really interested because I I spoke to you about this about you you're an archaeological what like what was it what was your field technician, field technician. <clears throat> what is that tell me that what is that you said that you were uh you well you branched off into a little bit of archaeology or that was going to be your so choice so uh, i'm i'm in business right now but i was looking at archaeology because it see, okay this is the thing right so seven or eight months ago i came home from art school and i hated it i spent eighteen thousand dollars two and a half months whoa. and the only two and a half months, and I took three classes, and none of the classes are worth anything anywhere else. It was the my, the worst experience I've ever had. And I came out of there like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with myself? And so I started looking at everything. I started doing YouTube just for, you know, just for fun, and I started learning how to uh, take photos and all that kind of stuff. And then I was like, okay, I, I really got to figure out what, what the main thing is going to be. And I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, and... I can't. I think it was um, Graham Hancock or some somebody was on his podcast, and he's not he's not an archaeologist, but he's like an anthropologist, sociologist, s- something. But he was talking about like it's ancient, yeah, yeah. He was talking about like ancient societies, and I was like, that's really cool. I would love to uncover shit like that, like to actually be there and dig shit out of the ground. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah. So I got really interested in archaeology, and Indiana Jones is cool too. So why not? Um, <laughs> why but not? but then. <laughs> Then I went to go look at my, um, you know, my, my evaluation for school, and I would need, like, 80 more credits than I already had. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to do business. Wow. Yeah, well, I would I need so uh, much. <laughs> it would have saved you some time, right? <laughs> yeah, it's time and money, bro. That's what it's all about. And right now, I'm doing a, a thing called degree by examination, which is actually really cool. So I save hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I test out of classes. Um, and it's completely accredited. It's actually pretty cool. Doesn't doesn't count for every class, but the ones I'm taking, it it, it does for a lot of them. But um, so I was really interested in archaeology, and I I have I barely have a base knowledge of it. It was just something that was cool. What does a field technician do? Yeah, I wanted to go full circle with that just to see what you already know, so I don't have to like repeat and go. Yo, repeat it all, man. <laughs> Talk to me as if um, I were a child. So, uh, sure, right on. Okay. Um. So when mommy and daddy have to go nice, down, nice. Um, <laughs> um, no, uh, a field technician is basically like the shovel bum. Okay. Like more or less, like you can have a university degree in it, but you can also just like literally come out of nothing. You had no pre- previous experience. Like just like the interest will keep you going. But anyways, we're just like essentially like the screeners and diggers, and we like we excavate. We're the we're the technicians. We're the not the like there's like technicians and there's like project manager that runs the site, you know. And gotcha, them. gotcha. So, so you're, you're like, a, you're like uh, 
the person that matters the most. You actually got to stu- get stuff out of the ground. You're like you're I mean, like, you're in the you're in the yeah, trenches, man. You're in the trenches. That's you. I mean, literally, yeah. Yeah, it's you're literally in the trenches. In the trenches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, we we dig ourselves one. And have to crawl out sometimes. It's super deep, taller than you're like. That's so cool. Yeah, it's like pretty neat. Like the, even thinking back on it, like four or five years ago, I would never have thought of doing this. It sounds I did so anthropology cool. in university, and like that's like kind of similar, but I don't know. It's just like you go into anthropology, and you're like, what are you gonna do with that? Um, besides yeah. academics, like mm-hmm. you have to like become like an anthropologist or like a hit, like you have to write like a ethnography or whatnot. Right? Yeah. So I was just like, that's not exactly easy unless you go in for your master's or your PhD. And I was like, oh, I don't see myself going into much more schooling. Uh, so I was like, oh, well, I want to check out a field school. I was recommended a field school in Spain, in, uh, on the island of Menorca. They're doing an ancient Roman excavation. Wow. You signed up for it. You pay for it. You go, you fly over there yourself, and they basically feed you for a month and, like, send you off into onto this site. And this site was, like, uh, pre-Christian, so, like, 500 BC all the way to 500 AD, I guess. And all sorts of people had been there, like all sorts of uh, different civilizations over time. And the graves represented like the different civilizations. So that that was like, okay, I'm sold. I'm in. So like, like some people would just come there just for like a vacation or whatever. Right. Like, and I just went, no, I want to do this for. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do something. Wow. That's awesome, man. How how long you been doing this? Uh, in Canada, about like four or five seasons now. Uh, okay. we, do, we take the winter off, because you know. Like, like, yeah, I was about to say, like, how do uh, how do you um do you like work through an agency or do like like colleges hire you? Like, how does that work? Uh, I work through a firm, an archaeological firm. Well, I do. I work through an archaeological firm. You can go through field schools and they'll put you in like a position, job positions and stuff. But I just like literally like signed up with a company I saw online. Cool. I, said I had field school experience. Like, good, perfect. That's how it starts. Uh, you're better than just Joe Schmo coming off the street. So, <laughs> so, so this is like uh, the yeah. birth of your like your you're just like kind of starting in the grand scheme of things. Like, this is like the beginning for you because you said five seasons, right? Five seasons is like like if you're interested enough, two seasons you can be like extremely good. Oh shit. You can get really good at it. Like I've seen people go from like one season and like now they're project managers. Over wow. Yeah, like it's it's the go getters thing too. Like it's a kind of career. Like if you don't not into it, you'll probably leave. Uh, it, it destroys the body, but like I can it imagine. The mind, yeah. I guess. That's awesome, man. <laughs> um, That's so cool. What? So I I want to go back to me how I I was watching the the Joe Rogan podcast and all that. They were talking about um. Yeah, sure. They, I, I read, I was reading a book or like, uh, not the whole book. I was reading the, um, like the summary of the book. I was reading, um, the, like the first chapter they allow you before you buy the book. And it was talking about like ancient civilizations, like in, uh, what's it called? Like in the rainforest and how like they, there's so much growth because a lot of it's like illegal to venture into because of like the natives. There's like huge cities. Sure, that, like you mean like in South America? Or yeah, 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 yeah. There's like huge cities that like housed millions of people and they don't know how. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they're just and to this day they're uncovering so much stuff and I think that's so fascinating. And um and you said you went where um where you were uh wh- what's the story you just to- you just told where you were um. I was in Spain. Yeah, you were in Spain. Yeah. 
how, where else have you been and where would you like to go with all this interesting stuff going like in, in the world that hasn't even been touched yet? Um, I've only been to like for archaeological purposes, I've only been to Spain and uh, all of like not all of Ontario, a lot of Ontario, which is pretty big. What's in like, Ontario that, that countries in Ontario? Yeah, what's in Ontario that you're digging it up? Uh, mostly uh, indigenous uh, artifacts and okay. um, I guess Euro Canadian uh, historic artifacts. That's mm-hmm. like the designation between the two. Uh, obviously, the oldest stuff would be the indigenous stuff. Um, yeah, we find like uh, stone tools, like uh, pottery, bones, yeah, wow. uh, signs of like settlements and whatnot. That shit, and, bro. It's uh, so sent cool. pretty far up north. Like yeah. I, I'm like genuinely smiling about. Like I don't know how often you get somebody that's excited about like what you do, but it's it's cool, man. That shit's so dope. I can't get enough of it. When I, I like, it's like the Thanks. the. the I'm, I'm glad that someone else is enthusiastic. No, yeah, it's too. like the kid in me watching like History Channel at 11 p.m. I'm like, this stuff is so cool. Oh, oh, for sure. Me too, man. I was like totally like getting oh, into that man. stuff hardcore before I even got into the job. Oh, it's so great. But, uh, well, when you're a student of history, like I'm assuming like yourself, like you appreciate that kind of stuff. That that kind of coincides with the whole like it keeps it keeps you going. Mm-hmm. I find it with the job. Yeah. Like it will, like the interest will keep you going beyond like the physical problems that you're like, uh, that you're experiencing. Like it's too cold out. They'd be freezing cold out and you're just like, I gotta find it. Yeah, I really yeah. want to find this thing. Like we know there's something here or wow. whatever, or like you're going to get the job done. Like, you know, um, but like I was recently on like a, a say, Oh, I can't really disclose too much information. about like, <laughs> It's like a confidentiality thing, but, uh, but there are some indigenous stuff, and honestly, I was on it. That's so cool. I, I felt like a, it was like a, I guess it was like a grave site. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you? And I was just like, if I find a body, what happens? Yeah, what do I do? What do I, I don't, do? You have to like, if you know there's going to be one there, then like, like that's a little bit better. But if there, you didn't know, yeah. you need to call the police, the forensics. Uh, oh, man. That's so cool. <laughs> do, you, do you get like, are there a lot of field techs on, on, on like one job? It depends on the job. Like if the site like really big and they really want to get it done, and there's a big budget or something, I got fifty people on the site with me. So I was I was wondering, it's like how much company do you have when you're like doing this stuff? It depends on the company too. Yeah. Like, I, like right now, I work for a firm that's pretty big. I guess it has locations all over the province and I guess all over the country too. But I've worked for smaller firms too that were just centralized in like certain parts of Ontario that have like slightly smaller crews. I don't know. I've, I've seen and heard of gigantic projects with like many companies getting together and working on one thing, and it was like consisted like almost like hundreds of people. Wow, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I give you as small as a crew of like maybe two or maybe by yourself sometimes. Some, like, yeah, I'd imagine running the project. So from that small to that big of like a, of a crew size, I guess. Do you um? So when you were younger, I know you just said like, oh yeah, History Channel, all that. But when you were younger, did you ever think you were going to be an archaeologist? No. What did you want to be? <laughs> what did you want to be? I wanted to make movies, man. I wanted hell to, like, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. That, that was my thing. Like I'm a like, I guess a cinemaphile, if you want to call it. Like I, I okay. really appreciate that stuff. I'm sure like you're into that too. Like I, I heard that you're like. Really production, uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, whether or not I'm very good at it, I am into it. Yep. <laughs> right on, man. Um, like, I'm wearing, a, like, a shirt, like, 
like repping like this my favorite uh YouTube channel like this like just film reviews and stuff. So. Oh, okay, cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I used to I used to watch uh, this channel called Cinema Sins. Um, they were really cool. I um I ended up unsubscribing though only because when they started out. They were really technical about like finding what was wrong with movies, and I was like, "Oh, this is really interesting." Like continuity like errors. Yeah. But then it turned into yeah. like a joke where it's like, um, "His name is Freddy." It's like, "Bro, what? It's not even. What are you talking about?" So it became what a joke. Like, sketches and stuff. No, no, they like like they'd say that like the re- like what's wrong with this movie? This guy's name. I don't like it. Um, that's one oh, point that's off. Silly. It's like no, it's yeah, like, it, it became really stupid. Yeah. So I unsubscribed. I've, I've I've had that experience too, like uh, where you just like have to unsubscribe because it just gets silly. As yeah, hell. it's it gets um, out of there. Um, but yeah, like what? Do you, who else do you like follow on? I guess on uh, YouTube or whatever. Well, I I subscribe to a lot of people, but I most of the t- my time spent on YouTube is listening to a uh, podcast or listening to like. Uh, news updates and stuff um because i just don't have time anymore but there is this one group um i've been listening or not listen, i've been watching since before i had an email address um like when i was a kid i would find a computer and just i'd ha- i'd f- try to find them on youtube somehow i didn't even know like you could subscribe on you i didn't know what that was um right <laughs> at at the beginning they were called inside halo and then they changed their name to inside gaming and then they changed their name to Funhouse. And now they're going through some pretty, like, rough stuff right now. But they're, like, a gaming channel full of, like, uh, like 15 people. And they're, like, an actual company or they're um, partnered with a company. Right now they're partnered with the Rooster Teeth. And they're hilarious. However, recently, yeah. when I say recently, I mean, like, two months ago, one of their members was uh, found out, like, messaging a, a an underage fan and like he's also married, and it's it got really bad. So, <laughs> like I still love them, but like they're then then they don't have as many people anymore. So, I'm just I don't even watch them anymore. But I'm, they were I'm great. Um, yeah, I mean like it wasn't their fault. It was that one guy's fault. But um, it's just the one guy though. Yeah, what a shame. <laughs> that's like that's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. But um, otherwise, I, yeah, I'm not really I don't really watch YouTube too much. Um, I wait, I wait for things I like, like I used to watch every episode of every subscriber, but now I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for that. I'm sure you understand. Oh, there's so many channels, right? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Too much content. There's like, <laughs> well, not too much, just a lot. I think like four, like 400 million hours of content is uploaded to YouTube a day. That's, you got to fact check me on that, but I feel like I just read that yeah. recently. Like I, I thought I heard there was like a billion videos or something like that, but it yeah, might have been uh, around that. I don't know. It's ridiculous. There's so much video has, but, uh, that's, that's crazy. Like I remember before, like when it first came out, like I felt like a dinosaur even saying this, like when YouTube first started out, it's like, yeah. All those like, Beyblade videos. And, yeah. <laughs> and cat videos. Remember and stuff, the, right? uh, what was it? Charlie, the unicorn. Wasn't that like something, a thing? Something like that. Like I, I remember seeing like battles and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty sweet. Like, yeah. It was and, like, what a wild was a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man i remember a guy um used to make money like off do Beyblade videos and he's like a friend's brother but he's like 10 years old and he was making money like he was getting monetized so yeah i was like okay there's something well did you hear what they did now they um they've changed the monetization rules for youtube so before the change what it was was if you had 1000 subscribers 
and four thousand of your four thousand hours of your content has been watched, you can get AdSense, right? But now they're saying whether or not you have uh, one thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours, we are going to run ads on your videos whether you like it or not. So that means oh. it's kind of sucks. It's kind of shady and it's kind of scummy. But YouTube saying yeah. YouTube saying it's like it's our platform. We're gonna make money off of it. We're gonna run ads on the videos posted to our platform. Okay, I get it. You're you're a private company, sure. However, it's like it really takes away the incentive for bigger uh, channels to come about, and it's it's like a product of the free market where it's like if you're you're gonna make this really shitty decision to not incentivize uh, small channels to grow because if they're not making money. If they're not getting something out of it after all this hard work, what's the point? Because people are saying if you're gonna put, if you're gonna run ads on every single uh, channel on every single video, then why not just give them a little bit of the money? It's so yeah. it doesn't really make a lot of sense, and um, it just it's it's so it's, I don't know, it's scummy, man. Um, I mean, like you don't you have to go ahead, go what? Sorry. Do you think they're doing it because they know there's so much, like, so many videos out there that, like, people don't really watch much anymore, but they're still posted up there? Like, I've noticed a lot of old videos from, like, years ago. They're no longer even relevant, like, in any way. And you watch it, like, like the time's passed, like, and there's still ads. Yeah, I... There's still ads on those videos. I'm like, do you think that they're putting them up, up there on those, like, particular videos, too? Like, because they know they can get away with it and nobody's going to care? Like, Well, so, so I have... I technically have five YouTube channels, but I only use four of them. Nice. And um, and I'm not that I'm successful, but I've learned a lot, right? And I've learned um, recommendations um, when, like, you get a video that you're not subscribed to, and like, oh, that looks cool, and you click on it. I've learned about um, the analytics, and the video is always up, but the odds are it's not going to be recommended, and no one's gonna view it. So it's still it's still in there, it's still in the cloud, it's still it's still there, but. I mean, like, mm -hmm. if, if their defense was we're trying to make money on all the really old videos, that would make no sense because none of they never push old videos because that's old news and no one's going to watch the old videos, especially if it's about games, if it's about anything that's like, newsworthy, if it's anything that has to do with, like, the right now, like, the new and the now, what's big, what's hot, they're not going to push it. Right. So they want to make money off of the videos they push. And they're like, okay, so the videos we push... We're already making money on because we're only going to push videos that have a large audience. But what about mm -hmm. the the twenty people that are viewing this guy's video, or the ten that's viewing this guy's video, or the hundred that's viewing this person's video? We're going to make as much as we can on those small amounts. So I don't think it has to do with old videos. I think it's just them saying we have the opportunity to make more money on all of our content. It's not just the old; it's whatever's happening right now. We're going to do it. I'm honestly surprised they didn't do it sooner. But what sucks is that they didn't even, they're not even giving you a portion of it. That's the only problem. Not, I have. Not, not, not even a fraction of it. Nothing, nothing. I mean, like, you don't need, you don't, you don't need to have a million subscribers to get, like, brand deals. Like, if I called up um, Rode Microphones and I said, hey, sponsor my video, I'll just say no. But if they said yes, I don't have to share any of that money with YouTube. Um, so the only thing YouTube really has control over and ch the only thing they changed is the AdSense. Um, and that's not that much money anyway, but this is how it works. So picture you get $1 per 4,000 views, okay? 
that $1 can change. It can be $2. It can be $3. But the reason why someone might have $1 is because the type of content they're posting, it rates, YouTube's algorithm rates it as at like $1. But let's say some some person who makes really good, um, what's hot right now? Like, uh, or let's say two years ago when, um, what's the video game? Uh, Fortnite. When Fortnite was huge, like bigger than it was now. When Fortnite was huge two years ago and someone posted a video of Fortnite on YouTube, every 4,000 views would probably be worth $7. So if someone like Ninja, the big uh, Fortnite uh, player, posted a video on YouTube and it got 20 million views, every 4,000 views is worth $7. That's how much money he got. And if he posts one a week, if he posts one 20 million viewed video a week, imagine how much he made in a month. So that's how it works. So it's so... But now, I didn't know that's how it works. yeah, but yeah, it's 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 so. Okay, so do you know Mr. Beast? Is that a channel? Yeah. So okay, he's like a money YouTuber where he get he has a lot of money. Um, he earned the money working on YouTube. Um, and he basically gives it all away. He he donates money. He buys things for orphanages, and he's a great guy. He's amazing. Nice. But um, awesome. the reason why he's able to do that is because you people that watch YouTube love. When there's money involved, if you see a video and it says, I give $10,000 to um, the first person that buys this kind of donut, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see that guy's reaction. He's getting $10,000 for buying a donut. This shit's fucking cool. Mr. Beast recently posted a video where a guy, where there was a football field and Mr. Beast was like, every 10 yards is a different car. You have 60 seconds on the clock. You have to run to whichever car you want and drive it back over here within the 60 seconds, and you get to keep the car. So so it was crazy. It was really awesome. He ended up running, I don't know, like 80 yards, got a Tesla, drove it back, and had eight seconds to spare. Good for him. That's awesome. Everyone wow. loves those videos. That means those videos yeah. are going to be ranked. At a, yeah, those videos are going to be ranked at a lot of money. So let's say every 4,000 yeah. views, he gets $10. And he his his videos get twenty like $28 million at the least. He is getting, wow. and on top of the AdSense, he's getting brand deals. So it's like it's sponsored by NordVPN or something, or sponsored by yeah. uh, Skillshare. The kid is rolling in the money, and I think he's my age. I'm 23. He might be 22. I'm not sure. But YouTube's a, a fucking crazy place. Um, but now they don't. They're not even giving the little bit, the little bit, like 50 cents a month. They won't even give. You know, it's I don't know. Oh man, it's whatever. It's just crazy. So like. I noticed um, your podcast is on a bunch of platforms. Um, so, like, YouTube just obviously is not, like, the one that, like, is your main focus then, right? So, like, well, what would you say is the best app or the best uh, provider or platform? So, so here's the thing, right? It, you, it's so easy. And I, I say this because on paper it's really fucking easy, right? It's easy to have a podcast and put it in a whole bunch of different places. Um, people are more drawn to YouTube because you can watch while you listen. Um, but obviously, all the other platforms where you just listen, it's more convenient. Um, my favorite is YouTube. However, the more success I have on something like Spotify, the further I'll go. And the reason is, is because I, okay, so I have an RSS. And what an RSS is, um, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but I'll, what it is, is if I record our podcast, and then I 
on my computer, I downloaded the RSS, which is a program. And it's, and it's like, this is your profile. This is uh, the Mark Tribuno connection. Cool. Thank you, RSS. I have a new, I have a new podcast, RSS. Can I give it to you? Uh, yeah. Download it onto the RSS. I download it onto the RSS, and it instantly sends it to every single podcast platform that I'm signed up to. So I don't have to do it individually. I press one button, and it goes to all of them. Pretty fucking easy, right? The thing is, awesome. yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, the only way for me to make money, though, through my RSS is if I have 500 views a week um, per video. And that's why I post on Sunday so I can get as much as I can. Um, the, this is only my fourth episode, and I'm honestly growing pretty quickly, a lot quicker than uh, the other channels I've uh, started, which is great. Um, but I need 500 views a week to get AdSense. And... My rule of thumb, this isn't the rule of thumb for everybody, but my perspective is once I have 500 views, 500 subscribers on anything, then I can start asking for brand deals. I'll ask local businesses. I'll ask um, online businesses like um, what are the like Uber or something like, oh, here's a discount. Like once you have half a thousand people start working with you. Once you have a thousand supporters, you are golden. You don't even have to worry about trying to get more. You just need a thousand real supporters, not a thousand people that just subscribe and never listen, just or or just like oh, just know your name. No, once you have a thousand we'll people, it. yeah, once you have a thousand people that are for you, you are set. Um, so if I can get at least five hundred a week on Spotify, hell yeah. Once I get a thousand on any of these sites. I'm I'm fucking golden. Um, so my favorite though is YouTube, um, but it'd be better if I found success on Spotify or Apple. Hmm. That was a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, but it, it it was informative. Uh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, personally, like as like a viewer, whatever. I guess I'm, I'm not like the content creator mm-hmm. on any of those platforms, like I make music and stuff. But, like, yeah, I want to talk to you about that too, so feel free to open that sure. box. Like, uh, we could segue into that in, in just a moment. Um, I find that like the convenience, like you said, like it's much easier for people who can listen instead of watching and listening. Yeah. Like, they can do stuff. They're like, driving, they're running, they're, they're yeah. Yeah, literally you could be doing a bunch of things in which like I'm like, I'd be cooking and have my headphones in and listen to podcasts all day and I'll have to like turn my head to do anything or stop because I missed something, you know? It's just in my ears time at work one earbud in go for it exactly. like, like it's so especially with great. your job like, hell yeah that must be great oh buddy oh yeah oh my gosh so the therapeutic one, yeah oh my god go to like five podcasts <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why i love those joe rogan ones like three hours oh my gosh you're great they're great <laughs> right um but yeah um what were we gonna go into? Uh, uh, your music, music, but you were, right? yeah. I don't, I don't know if you had anything left to say, but we were going into the music. Um, let's go into the music then. Let's go into the mu- music. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Are Talk you a musician or? Bro, I when I was younger, I played the trumpet pretty well. Um, then I stopped. Um, now I play the ukulele. I, I if you told me to to match a tune, I couldn't. I only know the songs I know. I can't read music. Um, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um. I used to be able to, like, sing, and I don't mean, like, fucking, like, I'm a good singer. I used to be able to hold notes that people would be like, yeah, I could listen to that and not be upset. Um, but then I started, uh, for work, I was a fitness instructor, and I would yell at people. Like, I would fucking yell, at, not aggressively, I wasn't mean. I was getting people motivated, and my throat started bleeding. So I can't, I can't hold the same notes I used to be anymore. 
What were you like? <laughs> Basically, I was like I was going ham, and it was a room of like forty people sometimes, and like I, I was it was me and blasting music. I was like, how am I gonna? So whatever, but yeah. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'll, I'd love to like write music and be a musician. I'm. I'm gonna try to eventually to write lyrics, but otherwise, no. I'm not. I'm not there yet. Well, it's uh, <laughs> definitely a, a a fun journey to say the least. Like the writing part, like you could just like you could be a writer and nobody would even know. Yeah. That you were writing all these great tunes and like, but like it. I guess if you're a singer and songwriter. Like the double whammy. Right? Yeah, that's marketable. What do you, what do you do? I'm I'm a, I'm a singer songwriter. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. What what do you what yeah, do, what's going on? Tell, how many songs you got written down? I would, if I were to count them all, I'm maybe like a hundred. Whoa, shit, man. Do you play them? Well, since I was like seventeen, I'm I don't like I don't give a shit. So. I've been writing poetry since I was eleven. I'm gonna fucking count it. What what's uh? I'm sure you got more than I the amount of songs that I got. No, no I'm like, you got I'm pages in a book. Like, listen, I'm telling you, if you got a hundred finished songs. That's that's more than I've got right now. That's inc- that's not that's good. not. I don't care if it's not all good. That's not easy. It's not easy. Uh, what, do you do you record yeah, them? Do you play right. them? What do you do? I well, I have like the ones that I'm that I've done are like mm-hmm. the, the hundred basically. There's a lot bunch of like half songs floating in the air kind okay. of thing. But um, the ones that I like perform are the ones that I like keep in my book. You know, as like my uh, my go to songs and. I guess it's probably about twenty of songs that I keep in the back of my head, kind of thing. Mm. But uh, so you perform? I don't know. Like I haven't written in, in like a year. Okay, so that's no problem. Been kind of like on a, like a little bit. No, actually, not a year. I haven't finished a song in a year. I've been writing on and off for the past like this quarantine. So do you that, perform but, uh, live, like for like bars or something, or do you just record? Like, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, I've been in bands and stuff, and I do my, I like do charity gigs and stuff. Wow, like that. that's so. Do you wait? Are you in a band right now? Or are you solo right now? Both. Both. Like we we haven't played a show this year, but I'm in a band right now. Yeah. What's what's uh, the band? Uh, you got to tell me what the band is. Oh, what's going on? Tempo. Say that uh, one more time. This, Say that one more time. Band, what was it? John Laurie's band. Uh, it's called Pulse in Tempo. Pulse in Tempo. All mm-hmm. right. You can look them up on like uh, SoundCloud or whatever you want. I'll put it in uh, the description. Sure, like why not, right? Like I'm. What sure do you mean, why the hell? Yeah, that's gonna be great. Static. Yeah. yeah, I just play bass in that band and some backup vocals, but like in the other bands, like some singer, like take the back the back bench sometimes and just like want to grab the bass inside. Wow. <clears throat> you know, I, just like have fun. Yeah, I can't believe I. I mean, like. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, we this I think I said this already, but this is like literally the first time we're talking ever. So I don't know any we don't know anything yeah. about each other. And and all we know is like the the base layer no, and um <laughs> so it's I love that too. I love just like finding random people. Actually, the last podcast I made it I had this kid on, his name was CJ, he's a great friend of mine. Um and when I first met him, we didn't know each other at all. We had a great conversation. So it's kind of cool meeting basically a stranger and just going at it. So I wish I fucking like I know you say you were a musician, but I didn't know if like you just play music here and there. But no, you're like you're 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 in it, man. That's awesome. That's good stuff. I'm that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, like thanks, man. I'm I'm so that's down for that. You're like that kind of attitude. Like yeah, man, you're doing it instead of going like oh cool, me too. No, screw people, <laughs> screw those people. Like, a lot of people I talk to like yeah, I play guitar too, and I think find there's a little bit of like subtle jealousy 
Amongst oh, the I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> I I am definitely you jealous. Like that shit's it. awesome. Oh like man. even me, I'm like, oh shit, you play all the time. Like I don't play all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I'd be like, I should, that, it motivates you to do better at the competition. I guess. Like if you see, see someone doing a little bit better, I guess in anything, like you can say like. Yeah, yeah. So do you? Myself, like yeah. So so you, the band has a SoundCloud. Is there anywhere else you find we can find you? Um. Probably, I think we got some stuff on YouTube, like some like uh, live performances. But uh, don't quote me on that again. Yeah, bro. Uh, listen, like, you you got you got to start. I, I I haven't heard your music yet. You got to start recording your solo stuff. You got to start if you haven't already. I got uh, uh, my own SoundCloud page for my uh, solo stuff, but it's not like sharp or anything like that's, that. That's that's cool. I'm gonna put it in the description. I don't care. That's awesome. All right. Hell yeah, yeah man. The Raven eighty eight. It's all one word, like no. Yeah. Thing. Wow. What kind of music is it? Good music. Uh, good. Yeah. Know. That's, that's the. Like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's the good music. Um, Excuse me. What well, did you? Everybody says like, oh, what genre are you? I'm like, I don't know how to answer that. Like, no, I get that. I get that. When so I'm a writer, right? and when people say, what, how, what do you write? I'm like, what? What are you asking me? I have no idea what you're asking like, me. Specific. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So like, let me maybe let me rephrase. What's the um okay. when I listen to music. The reason why I like or dislike a song, I usually never dislike a song, but the reason why I like a song is not because uh, it's a certain genre, because, but the sound, the actual melody, it makes me feel something. So right. if I were to re-ask you this question, be like, what's the, what's the tempo? What's the emotion? Can you match an emotion to the overall, like if you were to put an album, like take 10 of your songs, what would your emotion yeah. be? It's a hard question. It's a loaded question, man. I know. It's a split between like sad. I have some sad songs. I love sad. Like, don't 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 even be it. ashamed. But I love sad songs. Are you uh, kidding me? Like, My favorite. That one's dark or sad or yeah. like. It, I guess it depends on where I'm, I'm at when I'm writing it. Like it's one of those like when you're probably when you're writing, it's like you're mm-hmm. emoting from your present experience, not from like. Uh, back, oh, oh yeah. That, I get fucking then, weird like, when I when I have to like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get fucking weird. Um, so it's like that and happy go lucky. I have some like Paul McCartney s. Songs, yeah, I love like really like cheery Beatles kind of thing. You can do the like, okay, yeah. yeah you know, like you can add that in just for fun, and people go, "Hey, that sounds like the Beatles." Cool. Yeah, it's only Beatles. Um, cool. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I use like melodic uh, keys and chords and stuff like that. So uh, with my uh, with my solo stuff, so uh, I don't know, like a sad, happy, good middle ones. It's some rock ones, that, like like rock and ones that like make you want to like. Dance around, like, so how often do you yeah. find time to practice this? Uh, to practice just like you know, like, like just fiddling around or like writing. Both, both. When do you find time to put time? When do you have time to put time into this? How how often do you I, get? I, I get your question. Okay, um, okay, definitely. Cool. Uh, anytime I can just like literally just pick up the guitar. Anytime, like if it's like if someone's sleeping though, like obviously I'm just gonna. Oh, like, yeah bust up the electric and put the headphones on and plug it into the amp, whatever, and, like, play it silently. Absolutely. Like, blurry. But, uh, uh, I don't know, every night I try pick it up even for, like, 20 seconds, like, I'm just, like, doing a riff. Good. And then stop and put it down, go back to it later. Record it, like, press the, on your voice memo, like, just to get the, the basic down so you don't forget it the next day. I do that a lot. Man, I really want to... What a shame! I didn't I didn't know about. I want to hear some of this music. God damn it! That's awesome, man. That's so cool. 
I should have sent you a link. Ahead you should have sent me a link. link hey, man, Instagram I'm coming on your show. <laughs> You're going to promote this. Hell yeah, man. By the way, here's my stuff. I would have I would have <laughs> loved that. I actually, I don't have, I'd have to download SoundCloud. What I can do, because the, the, uh, the system I have right here. Um, so you're my laptop and you're hooked up to my system and then my system is hooked up to my computer and then the system's hooked up to the mic and the headset. And I could also attach my phone to it and you'd actually be able to hear what I'm listening to through my shit's crazy, but I'd have to download yeah. SoundCloud. Do you have a YouTube? Is that okay? Can I, can I look something up where you, is it that too much? Like I have YouTube, but like none of my stuff, like I have like. Should I wait? Should we wait? Like maybe eight years ago. Okay. All right. We'll wait. Well, we won't push. We won't push. We 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 can we can sort that out. Uh, like yeah. Oh uh, man, that's you want later on. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. You um, I'm gonna switch over to you on this one. Go um, ahead. Go for it. You have anything published? Any of your poetry or anything? Okay. So, all right. So like I said, right? I went to um art school seven seven eight months ago, and three months I hated it. Before I went there, I had around 52,000 words written down, and that's about 230 pages. So I wrote down a lot, and I was, like, really proud of myself. Then I went to school, and I had no time to write anymore. I'm like, this sucks. So I came home, and I was like, all right, Mark, this is what you're going to do. You're going to do what you want to do. You're going to figure it out. Let's go. Let's do this. So I reread what I wrote, and I was like, this is hot garbage. Was it really? Probably not. But I, <laughs> I, I wasn't proud of myself anymore. I was like, you, all you're writing down is what you feel, what your emotions are. But Mark, where's the fucking story? So I, I didn't throw anything away, but I saved it all, and then I restarted. And I restarted. I planned. I planned my story. And right now, so the, the book I'm, I'm writing, I, I sound pretentious when I say book, but the book I'm writing, it's, four parts and right now I'm in the I'm planning the third part after the third part I've got the fourth part and then I just write the story because what's great about planning if uh, anyone's a writer out there is that it's so easy to write after you plan because you know what comes next so right now I'm in the third part I'm going to my fourth part um so I I don't have anything published and that, and that sucks but the thing is I'm not I'm writing I'm writing this for me and whether or not it gets published whatever I, I need to, this is like my magnus opum. I need to get this out there. I, I, I just need to get it out of, out of my You'll body. Feel better. Exactly. Right. I feel like I've, I've been giving birth for the last um, fucking two years. Right. Oh, that's, it, a, that's a good one. So, I like that. So, yeah. So, I've had opportunities to get things published. Like, like if I wrote small things, like, I have, like, several websites that I've gone on, and it tells you the parameters for what you need to do to get things published, short stories. And I'm like, I don't have any short stories that I, like, in my mind that I'm interested in writing. So I've had many opportunities to publish things. I've taken uh, writing classes, whether it's in college or out of college. But I like long-form uh, literature. So I, I haven't had anything short published, and that's kind of where you start. So no, but getting there. Um, I also... So my friend Johnny, he's an incredible... This is like the third time in four episodes I've mentioned Johnny. He's great. He's a phenomenal writer. He's shout out to Johnny. Shout out to Johnny. He's my friend, um, and he's a phenomenal screenwriter. Like, like I read his stuff. So I used to screenwrite, but then because I loved stories so much and really cool. thinking about it, I moved away from screenwriting um, to do more novels. But he's a great screenwriter. Oh, my gosh. And I read his shit, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Johnny. 
I'm gonna throw my whole book out now. Like, what the hell? <laughs> he's 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 so good. Um, screenwriting is a different animal. That's hard to do though, because the competition is no joke. Getting something like that, you don't you don't get a screenplay published. You get it like judged, and the only way you get it published is that they make a movie out of it, kind of. Um, he's done a few competitions, hey. and he's he's won a few competitions. He's gotten like second, third place on a few competitions. Um, he's great. So the awesome. the writing world is is weird. It depends on what you're writing. Um, but if you're a short, if you write short stories, you can get published fairly easily as long as you just keep tightening the uh, the hinges and the oiling well, up the. Short stories the are so compact, like it's. Mm-hmm. All put into one neat little package, and yeah. Well, what you basically, you well, you're a songwriter. That's basically writing short stories. Yeah, to summarize, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I guess, like, what I can do easily is what you have a hard time with with writing. I guess, like, um, you like to stretch it out. Whereas I wouldn't. I don't think I've ever written a concept album with with one story as an album. Like that would be the equivalent of a book. Uh, you know, like a know bunch of ideas yeah. in one you know, in one format, but, uh, they're very relatable things, obviously the writing like songs and writing like mm-hmm. literature format. Um, I don't know, like, uh, songwriting, like you can have a short song that like packs a punch and gets the, the message across pretty fast, like pretty easily. But then you can also have like a long song that didn't tell you much of anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You can, um, there's actually this, I don't know who it was. There's this musician. I don't think he's very famous, but, um, this line stuck with me for a very long time. This wasn't a lyric. He was just giving an interview. And he said, I wanted to be, I wanted to write stories. Like I wanted to be an author, but I had so much to say and I wasn't, I wasn't good at writing stories. So I became a musician because I can take my entire, entire thing and put it into three minutes. And I was like, that's an awesome idea. That's a great concept. That's awesome. Good for you, man. Um, So I, I, I've always remembered that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. if I was able to figure it out, songwriting, the things I'd be able to say. So I, in a, in a way I envy you and people like you that are able to write music. Um, and like, they know how many syllables needs to be in this line to match up with this line and, and how many fucking, uh, rhymes need to be in the first part. Like there's shit that you probably don't even realize, you know, but you do naturally that I can't even, I can't even grasp. I, I can't do it. It's so you have you have a talent, and everyone does. And the only way you get better is uh, keep beating at it, so it becomes a skill. So yeah, you, and you got to keep improving on your craft. That's forever. exactly. Don't ever settle. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like, I'm getting yeah, I'm getting like, worked you up. Playing ukulele, right? I play the uh, ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, I play a little bit of uke too. Do you? you would have got a concert or or a baritone or what? I brought. I don't know how to answer that. I can get it. It's right there. Give me a second. Hold on. Yeah, yeah let me see. Oh, that's sweet. Is that Fender? Yeah. Yes. Let me move this. Let me move this mic. It's cool, right? Yeah. This is actually a gift. My first ukulele was twenty bucks, and my dad was like, "You've taught yourself how to play ukulele, so I'm gonna buy you a real one." Um, it's got a nice finish to it. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, probably the best birthday present I've I've ever gotten, honestly. Um, <clears throat> I don't really I don't normally accept gifts because I don't I don't like the idea of uh, that's a different conversation. Anyway. <laughs> But this is great. You don't have to get into that if you don't want to. But if it, if it's sparking a conversation, well, yeah, absolutely. But I, I want to finish this first. This is this is I, I really on. yeah yeah. I, I I really like it, but obviously it's like how much time do I have to practice? Because because your thing, your passion, is uh is your music. That's awesome. 
Yeah. My my passion is doing something like this, talking to people, you know, having a podcast. My passion is writing. So my ukulele, my music isn't really a passion, it's a pastime. Whereas um your music is your passion. So you under, so I don't have much time to practice because I have to focus on so there's only so many hours in the day, you know. Um but I do I am a little proud of myself for learning all on my own. So that that's pretty cool. I am proud of you, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, going from uh, not being able to play it to being able to play is a, an achievement and a half. Well, I and then you never thought you would be playing, right? There was a uh, a guitar in my house that was supposed to be given away to somebody else, but I kept playing on it, and I and I, I learned how to play it. Um, was it uh, Creep by Radiohead? And then they sold the nice. guitar, and I didn't have it anymore. I was like, all right, and I, I now I don't know how to play it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like. Did you get beyond the point of like your fingers hurting and stuff, and then like didn't hurt anymore? Or, um, know, how long were you playing? I I only got like four days to to practice with it, so I didn't. Did you learn a song? I learned. I I. That's pretty good. Well, creep isn't that hard to learn. It's like, it there's not much going on in that for the guitar. It's like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, like, you know what's crazy? Holding the chords and you're kind of just strumming over All right. it. My friends don't believe me. But I have a problem. I have a weird problem. My dad has the same thing. It's genetic. I can't move th- these two fingers at the si- at, like different times. They have to move together. So I can't hit all the chords. Like, On your right hand or both hands. So if I I can go like this, I can go like this. But look, I can't, I can't, I can't move them at the same time. I can't do it. I cannot do that. So I do it. <laughs> I, it actually hurts my wrist when so, like, I force it. You have a problem it. with like stretching your fingers. I it's been oh, like shit. it's been like this my whole life. Um, like so when I count, if I go one, two, three, I have to go four, then five, because I can't do oh. one, two, three. I can't bring this finger up. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. It won't happen. I don't know what it is. And and <laughs> we even ha- we haven't even talked about this yet. But I've been in combat sports my entire life, so I know has nothing to do with me not stretching or working out my fucking hands. I, I literally say, can't. I about yeah, I literally can't. <laughs> I can't do it. It's so stupid. My dad can't do it, so it's genetic. My friends don't believe me. They think I'm lying. It's like, why would I lie about that? Like, Dad, do the thing with the finger. Yeah, do the thing like, with the finger. And you're I, like, see? I can't fucking do it. <laughs> so when I was learning how to play Creep or when I'm learning anything on the ukulele, there's songs I just can't play because my fingers can't do it. It, it, it hurts both of my hands. I don't know. Yeah. Good thing ukulele's got a small neck and you can wrap your hands around Yeah, that. that's so I kind of settled. You don't even have to use these fingers in ukulele most of the time. You're just doing this or like kind yeah. of like putting these two together to hold a, a string, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. I know you mean. like there's a way around that that uh, problem. I've seen, okay, remember, okay, you know Les Paul, mm-hmm. guitarist. Yeah. And the name of like the guitar manufacturing company, yeah, obviously. Um, uh, Les Paul, uh, <clears throat> He before he died, I think it was like he was in like his nineties or something. Okay. He got he got like an accident years like years before that, and uh, he, he wanted to get his arm. So the story goes, he wanted to get his, when he went to the hospital, his arm was mangled or something like that. And he says, "Can you like make sure it's like this?" <laughs> no way. And, and like and they like casted it that way, so then he can go like this still. No way. And still play. And so and he still played after that injury. Like every I think it was once a week in New York City. And like celebrities would come and see him play. That's and like, so funny. That's so. Like, cool. But like the fact that he didn't let that get him down, that, that I find that so awesome story. Yeah, that is like, awesome. Uh, that is so cool. Kind of overcoming adversity and stuff. Well, that's the thing. It's passion, man. It's passion. 
Oh yeah, fucking if that's your thing, like especially if it's your meal ticket, like. Damn. Do you hear what you just said? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's great. Yeah, um, man. I, okay, I want. I actually want to segue into the go uh, the combat go for it. Thing. Um, you said you've been doing combat sports your whole life. So like, when did you start that? Okay. My, my, my responses are so weird. But my father, uh, growing up, he was a wrestler. He was a great wrestler. Um, he, um, he, he was in a small town, and people would be like, "Oh, I have to wrestle Mark Trubino. My dad's name is my name. Uh, I have to wrestle Mark Trubino. Oh no, oh my god! Like, people would go crazy. My dad was really good. <clears throat> and then growing up, um, he went to business school. Um, he ended up having to like work to get more money. He worked as a coach for wrestling. Fell in love with teaching, became a teacher, and now he's uh, he's in the education field. But he was a wrestler. That was his thing. That's how he got into all this. And, and everyone knew him as a wrestler. All the coaches across school, teachers, um, principals, um, friends, family, they knew him as a wrestler. And then when I was born, everyone was like, are you going to make your son wrestle? My dad was like, no, I would never make my son do something. Um, no, of course not. If he wants to do it, he can do it. <laughs> um, but then I grew, I grew up around that. Like, when he would coach wrestling... The wrestlers would babysit me when I was like one years old, like on the mat, like that. That's where I would be. I have it. Oh my so gosh, cool. it's in my closet. I have a I have a wrestling singlet, this big that I came home in the hospital in. Um, it's in my closet right now. Yeah. So that's so cool. So, so it's, it's like from birth. Yeah, <laughs> it's been in my life for a long, long time. But I didn't start getting an interest in it until maybe. Maybe I was six or seven because, and I, that's still young, but. That's pretty young. So I played T-ball. I played AAA. I don't know if that's what they call it um, in Canada. Um, Baseball, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have those, de- those uh, designations. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I played soccer. I did all, kind of, all that kind of stuff. And um, I took like a year off of sports. And my mom was like, Marky, you got to you gotta do something. What do you want to do? You got to do something. Yeah, I know. Um so I ended up doing martial arts, and I really liked it, and I was really good at it. And um, <clears throat> in between that, every now and then, whenever I, I would go to a wrestling camp, and I don't mean like it's a summer camp. I mean like for one day at some high school, there'd be like wrestling for like youth. And I'd go there, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Not, not, a, not a damn clue, because I came from martial arts, and then they threw me into wrestling. However... And I don't want to sound like I'm anything good. I don't. I fucking hate that shit. You're an animal, yeah. But, like, I I was told to do like uh, like throw a, a a single leg or whatever, and I and I grabbed the kid and I just put him on my back, and I and I just stood there looking at the coach and like I didn't know what to do. And my dad was in the room and he was like, "What is this kid doing? He's picking up kids." And it's so I was I had a lot of fun with it, <laughs> but I didn't know how to wrestle. I didn't know about it. So I went on with my martial arts training. Um, the first school I went to, I left. I went to a different school. Um, it's called Evolution Martial Arts in, um, uh, like, not Brick, uh, whatever. Point is, they were great. Family, friends. Um, I had so much fun there, and I got pretty high up. I started doing MMA there. Um, that's where I learned most of my stuff. But when I was in high school, I, I, I tried wrestling um, legitimately. And, man, I didn't like it. I, there were so many rules that I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to do any of the stuff I want to do to take this person and pin him or to submit him. And, like, I can't do anything. So I sucked at wrestling, but I I would dominate in, like, MMA. Um, and 
that including grappling, right? Yeah, well, grappling's the ground is where I'm at. You get me in stand up, you're gonna kill me. But ground, I'm, and I think the reason is because of all the wrestling throughout my life. So, I've been in combat sports. How, how tall are you? I'm five five. So my center of gravity is really low. I was just gonna say you got a little center of gravity. Yeah. Sure. Um. So my whole life being involved in in wrestling, um, through my family, just roughhousing with my cousins. Like I've always really liked it. And then MMA is where I really shined. Eventually, too much money, I couldn't do anything with it anymore. But um, so I the last time I trained was maybe a year and a half ago. But uh, so for the most part, yeah, my my entire life I've been involved in some kind of like combat sport. Um. I don't know. I can relate. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Um, yeah, like a young age, like uh, being like, I'd like talk uncles and stuff like that, and my dad too. Like he, he didn't play as much, like a rough and tumble play, but like my yeah, he did actually. No, he he did. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Now absolutely. I think about it. Um, and my sister was uh, my older sister was a uh, like a tomboy, like really tough, and uh, so it was constantly wrestling at the beginning, and then I started like realizing that I could do certain moves get me out of uh, certain situ- uh, certain locks and situations and I was like okay I want to like unravel this right and then my parents were like you should go into karate and they put me in at like age 10 or something. Uh-huh. and it was it was like a milk toast club at first it was just yeah. one of those, like, <laughs> buy, buy your own black belt god I hate that dough, don't even get me like, started on that general milk toast like, oh, I'm like, what no. kind of karate is this like, no. karate dough I'm like it was, it was Shotokan I found out later on okay, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. um it was like I got yellow belt in that didn't really achieve much and then i kind of like stopped for a while like four years and then i was around 14 i was like i was bored uh couldn't do sports all year round in canada probably the same thing jerseys too but mm. um uh i want i was like desperate to get into sports so my parents got me into uh, karate at a different club a, a balance of life martial arts that's what it was called shout out to balance of life <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah and my um and my sensei he was like not much older than me so it was like really easy rapport but uh, I excelled in that club. We did competitions all around the province and um, like in different cities and uh, weapons training and whatnot. That's something weapons. I never did. What weapon did you uh, train in? I was focused on the bow staff, but I also did uh, Cali sticks, katana, wakatashi. Yeah, you got uh, you got what, what's behind bit. you? What's that? You got a katana behind you? Oh, that's that's the really. That's a Kill Bill. Uh, oh, it's like, okay, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, it's like, it has the etching on it. It's like, to my brother Bud, the only man I ever okay. loved. Okay, so, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got that at a convention. But uh, it's not <laughs> even a good one. It's like, you can tell by the arch of the blade that it's not legit. Like it's, it wants No, I can tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can tell. You know what shit. So, um, yeah, like I did really well. Like in competing in world, like a world martial arts tournament and stuff in Mexico. Whoa. Yeah, against like for for Team Canada, but you know how how it is on a team. You're really representing yourself, and but mm-hmm. you have a team. Yeah, no, of course. Against your other teammates. Well, I mean, like you're Canada. yeah, you're representing yourself, but also like your instructors and how good of an instructor they are. You know, like the name. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like but we were we were going to like Canada in that tournament, but um, any other one, as you know, like you you go you represent your club, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to think, like, as I explain it to anybody who doesn't know karate out there, um, it's like Cobra Kai, almost exactly. Okay. Um, but with more, with more katas. <laughs> yeah, way more katas. Um, yeah, like, actually, it was more katas than fighting in the circuits that I was in. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of... Did... There's no grappling for the first weird... I, like, I was... Isn't that weird yeah. about grappling, though? Like, yeah, I, I, hate, I hate that. Grappling is the best, man. Grappling is the best. 
in my opinion. My Especially opinion. when you know what you're doing. No, no, I, I understand. What, like, what, uh, you, what do you favor? Do you like, favor stand-up or ground? I'm good with stand-up. Like, I can do a lot, but, like, if I go on the ground, I can take care of myself. Like, I yeah. Myself. How much do you weigh? Uh, funny enough, uh, sorry? How much do you weigh? Like, around 220. Jesus Christ, you must be a fucking Hulk. How, well, how tall like are you? Six one. Yeah, hell I'm yeah! Oh one. my gosh, you're yeah. geez, you're a monster. I'd never, I'd never uh, know. I'm, I'm I was gonna big, say yeah. like five eight because you're sitting down. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, sitting down. I look pretty short though. Yeah, if I stood up, it'd be like, like wow, way off. But, uh, keep going. Keep, <laughs> but, um, keep talking. But yeah, like uh, like com- competition wise, like uh, I always felt like I was lo- missing out on like there was no grappling in the competitions, but at, at the dojo I was doing it constantly. My sensei would make me fight him because, like, I he's like your height, five five, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, 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 mid five foot. Anyways, he's like, I want you to grapple me and like mount me and try to like, so I can try to get it out, get out of there because like you're a big dude, right? And I would always like you teach me how to like, what like really pin somebody. Yeah. And uh, and that came in really handy later on with like fighting against other wrestlers, like like high school wrestlers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We thought they could talk shit. Yeah, the thing about the thing about wrestlers, man, <laughs> is that they don't realize that you're not because people that are in martial arts, they're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna really like figure my way out. Wrestlers yeah, are gonna, wrestlers are gonna like fucking go in and just try to like they gas yeah, themselves out. And that's something I had to unlearn. I would like gas myself out as like as a wrestler. I'd go in and and I'd get screwed up. Yeah. So yeah, that's their problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever gotten any like real? Like physical altercations outside of tournaments and like dojo. No one has. This is gonna sound like really annoying, but like everyone kind of likes me. No one has a problem with me, so that's never happened. Yeah, good, right? <laughs> and also the people that everyone. It's kind of the joke, but it, it's also kind of serious. Where it's like, oh, Mark can beat up everybody. That's definitely not true. I'm not fucking God, but so everyone has a no one has a problem with me ever and everyone respects me so no i've never had an altercation you keep saying that though because you want them to not think that that you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want them to literally think that you'll just like cower over until you show them exactly yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 but you know how it is like with martial arts you always have to learn you're more like trained to like talk yourself out talk someone out of a fight yeah your powerful and, like, weapon is your voice that's the altercation right yeah absolutely like, literally I have only been in a couple fights outside of like tournaments and stuff because it got to the point where the person just wasn't listening. Well, explain, explain, give me that. Okay, sure. Like, uh, yeah, it was a uh, after prom specifically this oh, one. Oh shit! One <laughs> yeah, and and uh, this like I had a, uh, I'd rolled a joint or something like that, and uh, no, no, I I didn't know how to at the time, and I got a guy to do it for me. Okay. And he walked off with it. Oh no. And I was like, where the hell is this guy? Are you like, kidding go, me? And I go out, yeah, yeah. And I go leave the house, like uh, the house party and go up to the street. I see him walking with two other guys. And I'm like, yeah, Yo, you going to give me some of my own joint? And then they're like, turns around, comes up to me. He goes, let me fucking take it off me. And he's like up to here on me. I'm okay. Down and I'm like just smiling. I'm just like, dude, just, just give it to me. Right. And the, one of the other guys in, the, in his little posse went to my dojo. And the guy that's like uh, antagonizing me, this is called Bob. He's like, "Yo, man, I fucking take you down in a second. Like, you wouldn't last like two minutes. You big, you big, you think you're big and tough?" And I'm just like, like that. And then the other guy from the other dojo is like, "Yeah, you don't want to mess with us." Yeah, 
Yeah, and he's like, he's, like, he's, he's warning his buddy, saying, you don't want to mess with Brennan. And I'm just like, yeah, you heard him. You don't want to mess with me. And he's just like, people right in my face. And oh, my God. Right in my face, you know how it is. And, like, trying to be tough. And I'm just like, you really don't want to do this. And he's just like, all right, man, screw this. He gives me the joint, walks away. Yeah, good. And I was just like, oh, gosh, I would have had to straight because <laughs> um, he was a little bit he was a little coked out i think yeah well that's the problem too is you don't know what, yeah you don't know what people are on you don't know what they have you don't know if like their friends have like weapons yeah it's 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 scary that's why yeah, you never know I, yeah that friend that's funny if uh he uh passed away like four or five years oh, ago geez. he was murdered whoa in a fight like a knife fight like oh, literally what? like uh like uh rest in peace but he helped uh he it was a shocker because I he was like trained as much as I, and he was really good. Um, and I think he might have been like under the influence. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I I think he was like his guard was down, and uh, some other guys Shit, he probably man. gave the guy a hard time. And the guy's like, "That's it. Take the knife out and just I'm doing this." You know, that's that's what a yeah. shame. That's so stupid. And like 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 you just said in the story, it's like the guy the guy just gave you your property back and like let it and he was like whatever that's like yeah. i hate people that are like they're all talk like that it's and it's not that like i don't hate that you're all talk because you make me look bad i just hate that like you're you're bringing it to a, a place where it doesn't have to go you're like you're such right. a weak person man just be be nice Jesus Christ. Making those kind of moves. be yeah. nice you know and speaking of uh you know, like knife fights and stuff. I always, I always ask. So when I was at art school for the three months, right? Um, I was the only person there. So we have like a conference at the beginning of each quarter, and the conference is okay. Um, this is how many senior projects we're doing for filmmaking. Uh, raise your hand if this and this and this. So everyone got to t- speak if they had anything to offer. I rose my hand and I said, I'm. Trained in combat sports. If everyone, anyone needs um, a choreographer, um, I'm also an actor and I'm a writer. Let me nice. know. Here's my number. Here's my email. Um, and then someone ended up asking me to help uh, choreograph a scene where police officers are, are detaining uh, people that are jumping over the border. And then we start, start, all started talking, and I always ask people this question. I said to them, "What? okay, what do you guys do in a knife fight? What's the best move? And they started saying this, this, and that. And I'm like, you run away. That's the yeah. best move. You run away. Like you guys like yeah. I always I always yeah. like asking that question. It's like it's like this this guy who's like big in martial arts. He asks you like what do you do? And you want to sound impressive? No, you run away. So knife fights are no Straight joke. Knife knife fights are no joke, man. I mean if like if someone's got a knife, you run. If they got a gun, you charge them. Yeah, do. yeah, cuz cuz you want to yeah. close the distance with a gun and you want you want to increase distance with a knife. I always say that. We Amanda and I have a friend. Um, she lives in Texas, and her husband, um, he's a retired Marine. One of his friends um, died in a knife fight, but he, he was walking home with his wife yeah. somewhere. He was walking home with his wife, and then these group of guys basically jumped them. He saved his wife, but he ended up dying, and, like, the, the knives wow. were, like, cut, like, one cut straight to the bone. Like, it, it's fucked up. It's just, like... Ah, I can't Ugh, like. I got a phobia about just thinking about that kind of stuff. It's like, bad, man. Sorry to hear, but like. That's well, I mean, like, terrible. I didn't know the person personally. He did, but. Like, that's still a terrible story. Like, you know, like it's yeah. tragic. Yeah. I, I, it's knives, man, and like people, people are worried about guns. It's like, bro, knives are way worse. 
play it. Like, I think, like, because you know how in the UK they don't have as many guns nearly as much as, like... They don't have any guns. Like, their police officers don't even have guns. Their police officers don't even have guns. No. Um, so the stabbing, the numbers of stabbings, I think it was, like, Birmingham or something like that. And, yeah. like, Birmingham, like, UK. They have, like, I think, not the capital, like, stabbings, but, has, like, in the whole country, it has the most. And it's, like, dramatic. It's, you're just like, oh, there's, like, people... With a bunch of guns over here, but then you got everybody's got knives over there, so it's like you go over there, you worry about someone stabbing you, and it's like if yeah. they get up close. <laughs> but uh, I guess that's what you got to do when the guns are all. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like, I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know if this is true. I I read this thing. It might be um like satire, but they said that in Texas they're making it legal to open carry swords, like full swords, like okay. That's so weird. Sure, okay. It's so funny. I would totally rock that. I don't. I, like, I don't know if it's true, but sure. That's so funny. <laughs> like you just have a sword on your on your hip, and someone just like thinks twice. Yeah. I was like, what do you want? What do you want to do? <laughs> what do you want? And you you do like yeah. the katana, you just click it out. Yeah. Like, you just pull out what? your your long sword. Yeah, you, like, your seven ready. foot long sword. <laughs> this is so stupid. Oh, like, like Gerald of Rivia style with the behind yeah. the back. Like. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I fuck. I love I love knives and swords though. They're so much fun. Yeah, man. Uh, what's Did your? Do you have a collection or what? Do I have a uh what a, a collection? No, I used to. Um, I used to have a few like not real but like um replica like katanas. I had a whole bunch of knives. I actually have a K bar, um, which stands for kill a bear. Oh my gosh, things are gonna <laughs> fall. Okay, hold on. So this I got this from the Naval Academy in New England. My Cousin's a Marine. Um, so this is the knife they put on guns as bayonets. Um, and it's That's a sweet blade. Yeah, it's cool. This is probably the coolest one I have because, you know, knives cost money. It's serrated there, too? Yeah, it's, I don't know if nice. you can see it. It's serrated. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's dope, right? Um, this came straight from the Naval Academy, like, in, in the campus. Um, so that was a lot. That, 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 this is the that's coolest good. knife I have. Um, but I could, I don't even, I can't spend money on this shit anymore as, as much as I'd love to. Um, yeah, it, it's a hobby almost like, <laughs> yeah. What's your, what's yeah. Canada's like policy on guns and stuff? Uh, we have like, you have to be licensed basically if you're not native, whatever kind of thing. Because don't uh, like you guys have like, to worry about we have, moose? Regu- we have regulations. Sorry? Don't you guys have to like worry about moose? It's like yeah, deer and moose like cross the like, highway yeah, like caribou to like thin out the herd. It's like a regulation kind of thing. Like you have to. Yeah, like in Alaska, people just you you need a gun because like I mean you walk into your backyard Whoa. and there's a grizzly bear, <laughs> wolves. My yeah, like bears. You know how big wolves. Like I'm sure you know wolves are huge. Wolves are huge. Their yeah, head, wrong. their head is the size of my torso. I don't think people realize yeah. it. So you got to look up wolves. Not not huskies, not dogs. You gotta look up wolves and with no, a person. Coyotes, Holy wolves. shit, man! You know I, the first time I saw a wolf, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? What the hell is that?" And then I, w- I, w- I went to a museum and there was like a, a stuffed grizzly bear, and it was gigantic. And then next one was a stuffed polar bear. Polar bears on their feet are like like twelve, fifteen feet tall. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? You're about like if they stand up on their hind legs and you're in front of them. If you ran for like several paces, like for like five seconds, all it would have to do is just drop. Yeah, and it crushes you. Oh my god! Because it's that tall. Like there oh was, my god! There was a book 
that I'm pretty sure it was a book. It was about um, these explorers go to um, the North Pole. I don't know where polar bears are. North Pole, right? I don't know. Maybe both. They went to the North Pole. Let's say. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They go into the North Pole. Sure. And they their ship crashes or something. Point is, things get fucked up, and then they're on this ice island. And I don't. When I mean island, I mean like it's like you, they could probably walk thirty feet one way and the other, and that's it. And they're in the middle of the ocean, but oh, wow. there's, there's no current. They can't move anywhere. And on the other, on another ice island, like another piece of ice in the water, there's a polar bear. And there's like seven of them. There's seven of these of these men. And the story is about how this polar bear keeps coming to their island, killing one of them, taking it back, and eating him oh, every single creepy. time. Yeah, I I don't know what it's called, but you can't do anything. You couldn't do anything. Can you imagine that? It's like waiting out. In, it's like a a shark, right? You're just waiting out in the open ocean. And you're waiting for you're to waiting off. to die, man. Watching your friends die, especially imagine surviving would be even worse. Like being the first to go would probably be the preferable. I maybe <laughs> fuck. I don't know how much I could take. Wow. It's know. like, what do you do? The water. Especially the water's cold. Been, oh. Freezing cold. You die if you fall in. You're dead. If you stay like, still too long, you're dead. Like if you. Where there's no room to yeah, move. And the water is like, scary. Like, 30 it's... feet or something like that. Not even. So, yeah. like, you couldn't even walk around to keep yourself warm. Like, you'd be huddled all together. Then more people get killed at once from the bear coming out. Yo, this just, this just crossed my mind. I wanted to ask you it a while ago, and I forgot to. Okay. I, I, went, I went hiking, um, I don't know, like, five months ago, and I was talking to this uh, girl. She's great. Um, I think she's some kind of anthropologist or something, and... I and this is around the time where I was thinking about doing um, archaeology, and I said I want to be an archaeologist because in thirty years from now they're gonna need me on Mars. Would you go to Mars uh, as, as an archaeologist? As or? an archaeologist, let's say let's say you have to be there for at least a year. Would you go? To, would you go to Mars as an archaeologist? If I was gonna be like a guaranteed a trip home back home, sure. Hell yeah! Right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, Can you man, who wouldn't want to even go into space? Like, I want even just going in orbit would be a dream. But like going as an archaeologist to Mars would be some next level. Stuff. Like they I, would I, need like geologists first forever, or something. Right? I think they they need to like survey the land first. I think or whatever they need to do. But then eventually, one of their steps is going to be archaeology. They're they need those field yeah. techs. They need the they need the grunts, man. Oh man! Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> they Can need, you... And they need the the prime specialists. You know the ones that like know the terrain like academically yeah absolutely um because they're gonna have probably like have the best rovers and machines to excavate i've seen some like trio sizes we did our job but like not as well of like some diggers right mm. it's, it's really cool but that's probably what they would use on mars and i would love to be part of that can like, you so like i don't want to go you? would you do it uh, well okay <laughs> I mean, like, going to an ancient alien thing? I mean, like, if my job was archaeology, I'd think it'd be like <laughs> the job and mission of a lifetime. But it, it, sure. I'm just some some YouTuber, writer, business kid in New Jersey. I don't think I have any business in on Mars. Would I go for like a visit? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if there's much out there. However, I think it's cool as shit, and I don't. I don't want to go too far off the deep end here. 
But the shit they fucking find, like, on, like, Google Mars, the shit that's there is just weird and, like, shadows that shouldn't be casted in certain places. Things yeah. that are, like, fuck, bro. The, imagine, just, like, like imagine, like, stuff. how, okay, I don't, like, this might, the, the facts on what I'm about to say may have changed since they've done more research. But I'm going to tell you a story from the last time I checked it. There's, sure. um, so the, it, when they were on the Mars with the rover, they find, like, marks in the rock. And it has, like, some radiation or residue or something that could only be made by, like, plasma. And the fucking Star Wars fan in me is going, like, it's a fucking blaster bolt. It's whatever. That shit's fucking crazy, though. It's, like, and they find fossils of, like, amoebas. So, like, to say, like, shit couldn't have been there millions of years ago is ridiculous, you know? It's just... Oh, to assume that like that there wasn't anything would be a ship, like a shallow thought, I think. Um, like even on like there's like was it, is it, there's like microscopic archaeology or something like that, or like a, I don't know that you can like study like the like, bacteria or yeah. like, the remnants and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I, they that's did. Beyond me, that's like. <laughs> yeah, well, that um, did just a lot of. Well, yeah, if they found something, if they find anything there, that's like a significant like. Yeah, Can you imagine? Like, imagine like there really is just a lot up there that we don't realize, and you're like, oh, I'm an, I'm an. I'm an archaeologist. Let me go to work. And you like put your shovel a foot into the ground and you just hit something. It's like, what the hell? It's been here the whole time. Like, you didn't <laughs> Can just you do imagine? that on Earth as much. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you, you have, a, you shovel in and then you have like a whole a planet to survey. It would take so long. But shit, man, it's oh crazy. My gosh. It, 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 uh, well, from what I, I like, kind of realized from like this whole mission to Mars thing, I think the, the first step would be to set, I think they're trying to send people there for a one-way trip. Yes, yeah, or that's what they want. Either, or like a, yeah, yeah, like that, like signing up for that would be, like, basically it's a ticket for, not suicide, but like, you being sent over there, and you be, may or may, yeah. you're not going to come back. You're basically like, you're going to be a Martian. Yeah, you need to be a special person. kind of person. That's be your, the thing is, I feel like, be a special person. yeah, I feel like anybody that had, okay, it's like, they're not going to send, like, random people they're not going to send people that are like depressed no. or or anxious or like schlubs they're going to send real people that they actually but but anyone that has real meaning probably shouldn't leave the earth so it's like and they probably they probably like if it's my one-way ticket to mars and i'm not coming back and i'm an amazing person on earth i have so much going for me i'm going to throw it all away to go to mars so i feel like how many people are they going to be able to find to really go there and, ma- and make a difference you know like I don't know, someone like he just seems like the kind of guy yeah. that would do that. You know, Wait, repeat what you just said. It um, we had a little I bit of like a buffer. The kind of guy that would probably do that would be like Elon Musk or something like. Oh that. yeah, I don't think oh, he'd I'm ever do. It. I don't think he would do it. But I mean, like once they once they make it nice up there for him, yeah, he'll go. He's like, I'm gone. He's like, I'm going on vacation to Mars this weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, oh, it's just a billion dollar trip. Whatever, I'll, I'll be back uh, next week or whatever. It's actually crazy because. If we like 10 months, but yeah. what we spend a, like a lot of money on the Olympics, right? Like, like if I look up the like how much money you spend on the I've Olympics, I've never seen the numbers. No, the fra- uh, you need a fraction of that to like go to Mars. So how much do they spend in the Olympics? I'm, I'll look it up right now. You're you're on my laptop. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm super <laughs> curious on that. Let me see. Because like if it's a large amount of money, I'm like hell yeah, you should fucking like divvy some of that up. What's the space program? Okay, it says, oh, can you? Right, I want you to guess. How much is this in dollars? Um, okay, I'd say 
I'm going to say 300 million. 12.6 billion. What? Yeah. Yeah. And that's on the average or or like, 1.35 or 1.35 trillion Japanese yen. I don't know why that's an option, but <laughs> That's that's funny. So in it, in it and let's hilarious. see how much. Let's see. It's spent on the space program. Does it, it? I'm gonna look how much it costs to go to the moon. As of like right now, NASA chief says returning astronauts to the moon. Oh, that's crazy! So the numbers have changed because now it's saying that, and th- this is uh. This says planned. I guess planned for 2024. I don't know. Returning astronauts to the moon could cost thirty billion. So it's a lot more than it was when I first researched this. So that so thank God we checked. But even then, yeah. like we every two years in the Olympics, if we we skip fucking three Olympics, we can do a lot. I don't I think I don't personally I know Olympics. We just skipped one, not we just skipped two more. Like, yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Let's skip two more. <laughs> We're almost there. I don't I'm not even that big of a fan of Olympics. I get how, how it's cool and it brings everyone together and it's like, wow, look at us humans. We're amazing. I just don't really care that much, honestly. So I, I feel uh, like... To be honest, I used to, but I don't care anymore. Like, maybe for hockey, and that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, hockey, right, yeah. You have any martial arts in there. Like, they have, like, what, Taekwondo? Well, they, they remember they, they took wrestling out, but I think they put it back in. Because people were like, that's how the Olympics started. It started with wrestling. Um, so they put it back yeah, in. Yeah, Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah, yeah, so I think they put it back in. Um, I think there is jujitsu in the Olympics. I'm 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 not too uh, sure. Okay, that's good. I I don't I know for sure. Taekwondo for sure. Maybe Taekwondo is like really Taekwondo is like really um artsy, right? It's like it's like it's like not in a bad way, but it's like it's more kata like. It's more about it, the show. So Yeah, it's uh have you fought against somebody in a tournament that's Taekwondo? I've seen, never fought, but I've seen people fight. All roundhouses and spinning hook kicks. Yeah, like, it's it's all, it's all kick, legs. Kick, kick, I'm kick. like Jesus Christ, bro. Speaking all of, legs. I'm like, where's your arms at? <laughs> speaking of legs, when I'm on the ground, I go for leg locks. Leg locks are my thing. Um, um ankle picks. That. Like, what? Well, listen, <laughs> you're you're like 500 miles away. I I don't think I have to worry about. Saying, it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said 500 um, miles away. You're so much further than 500 miles. <laughs> um. I, yeah, I guess it would be no, more than 500 miles. No, definitely. You're definitely more than 500 miles. Um, I'm like 100. Yeah, I, I was going to say kilometers, but that's some weird translation right now. Um, but why shouldn't I have told you that? Because why? You like, what do you, what's your ground game? Well, usually I don't like to tell somebody what I can do. Listen, listen, uh, listen, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you're right. You're so right. Maybe I'll, I might even like bleep this out of the podcast so people don't know. But now everybody's gonna come up to you and be like, "Yo, what's up?" <laughs> no, you're totally right. I do this. I actually, I'm actually kind of angry at myself. I do the same thing. I don't tell anybody. I don't tell anybody. Yo, this is what I do. But the thing is, I, I don't like. Fucking, I'm 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 good at the whole ground game. I just I just it's not like I go for leg locks every single time. I just think sure. they're fun. I think they're fun, and not many oh, people yeah. not many people do them. Most people like trying to go for like chokes and like and like key locks. And I'm like, bro, your your legs are right there. What are you doing? So yeah, they're right there, and there's a, some of the big the biggest part of the body is flailing everywhere. You can yeah. grab onto it pretty easily. Like someone's down the ground, with their legs in there. especially if they're on their back, like you wanna. But um, fine. I'll, I'll I'll join in on this and tell you. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Usually, um, I use someone's weight against them, mm-hmm. 
And uh, my, one of my favorite moves is like dropping down while someone has like this grabbing onto you, and then you like wrap your legs around them while you're falling down, and you like kind of pull them down with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like they have no choice but to fall over forward, and then you got them. Like that's that's a good one. Yeah, no, I feel that. But I, I, I am, um, because I'm I'm so small. I'm five five, and whenever I would train, it'd be against everyone that was bigger than me. So what the fuck am I gonna do, right? So I gotta figure it out. And because when when we practice ground, we we start in the ground. So we're on our knees or we're sitting down. We start on the ground. When we do stand up, we stand up. When it's uh, stand up and ground, we start standing up. You know the deal. So okay. When I when we are, when we just train grappling, we're sitting on the ground or we're on our knees. Or we're on our wrestling stance, whatever. Everyone's so much bigger than me. I would literally just put my hands on their shoulders, flip around them, and then and then choke them because I was so small. I was able to do that. Yeah. It was it's nice. the shit. It's so much fun. Eventually, it stopped working because obviously people got used to it. But um, yeah, well, you got you got to figure it out. I but then I, you like Black Widow from like the yeah yeah just like that right. Um, so she just wraps around people right like yeah. <laughs> but this one kid, Louie. He's amazing. He's an amazing grappler. He would always get me in a triangle choke with his legs. I'd never, I, he'd always F me up. He'd always get me with that. Um, but man, ground is great. Grappling's great. Was it uh, not fast enough reaction time? But by the time he got you in the lock, you knew it was too late or what? Basically. Basically, because somehow, somehow, every single time, he would be able to trick me into doing the same thing I did last time. And I'm like, how the fuck do you get. I'm done. I, I just died. I Every single time. He was the only person I couldn't beat. Everyone else, we'd either, um, they'd either get tapped or, like, we would, we'd be doing it for so long, like, a, the bell would ring. So, Louis was the only person I couldn't get. Um, he was also, he was bigger than me, and he's only been training for a lot longer than me. He's a fucking animal. So, yeah. I'm not going to feel too bad, but I'm always, that's always going to be hanging on my shoulder that I, cu- I couldn't get Louis. But he's great, man. He's great. There's this one, uh, I can relate, there's this one uh, chick in my dojo, she was like the star pupil, basically. Uh-huh. She was like the only one that I had a hard time with as well, with like grappling and stuff. She'd always be like faster, like next level, like knew the next move before I even performed my last one, kind of thing. And I still kick myself in the ass, I'm like, ah, I didn't get to beat her just once. <laughs> but she would like, Damn. too fast before you even be able to think, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. one of those, those, those martial arts that you're like, they're just too good, and they naturally like, Picked up on it to the point where, like, they already knew it before they learned it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I totally yeah, get well, it. Yeah. You'll, you'll look. Shout out to Angelica. <laughs> we are, we're coming in, like, pretty long. This is a great conversation. I just texted Amanda before we close out, because she's here. I don't know. I wanted to come upstairs and uh, say hello. Yeah, tell her. I'm going to say what's up. Yeah, what the? <laughs> Give me a second. If she's down. No, she's definitely down. Oh, it's so weird taking a headphone off. I think she's here. I don't know. We'll find out. I don't know. Maybe the mic will hear me. It's still ringing. Hold on. Yo, where you at? Where you at? No, oh, my gosh. It's still ringing. Are you Hi. kidding me? What the hell? Hi, you reached Amanda's voice now. That's literally what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, nope. Didn't pick up. Oh, shit. No worries. Oh, man. Hey, this was. <laughs> oh, she's calling back. Yeah. Hold on. There Hello? Hey. <laughs> Hey, are you are you are you here? Oh, you're out. You just got here. Oh, you're outside my door. Go, oh, come in. <laughs> come in. She's just sitting there. Hey, 
come, come, come say hello. We're, we're, we're about to end the show. I just want you to come say hi. Come put the headphones on. Um, What's up? I still can't. Oh, wait. <laughs> you good? You got it? I have a small head. <laughs> can, you see, can you see her? Hi. Hey, what's, what's up? up? How you doing? Oh, uh, so we're, we're bad. awesome combo. Yeah, this was great. Thank you for introducing us. You're welcome. We've had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> there's like so many monitors I'm looking at. There's so many. There's at. so many monitors and lights, and cameras. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and then he, yeah, it's great. I got here like an hour ago, but I was downstairs and camera was downstairs. I started talking to camera. Nice. Cheeks are rosy. Is it cold out? Yeah, I'm freezing. <laughs> and yeah. I just worked out like an hour ago. So. Um, but we're about to close out. I just wanted you to come say hello. Did you guys have fun? We had a lot of fun. This was great. Yeah, I had a blast. This was a lot of fun. Um, we're going to put all of his music stuff in the description and everything. Um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to listen to your music. I know yeah, you can't cool. see my face right now. You're just staring at Amanda. So hopefully it doesn't make you like cringe or something. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. We're going to put everything in the description. Um, so everybody, if you want to take a look at his band or his solo stuff please take a look um you can put his instagram in the description too so you can right, bug him about archaeology cool um awesome yeah. man hey thank you so much yeah thanks for, for uh, talking to my hey, boyfriend thanks for having <laughs> me man <laughs> yeah a pleasure absolutely absolutely man this is great all right thank you everybody